ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו אשר, והויו אשר יפתח הוי. ברוך חי ברוך הגבר, אשר יפתח בשם, והויו והויו Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. As I mentioned last week, reciting the Brach of Asher Yatsar provides each and every one of us with an extraordinary opportunity to stop at some points several times throughout the day and acknowledge and express our appreciation and gratitude for perhaps the most important gift that any individual could have. And that is the gift, the blessing of health. And what I'd like to do this morning is to continue to take a little bit of a deeper dive into this bracha, to look even farther beneath the surface, and to explore perhaps some of the hidden messages in the bracha v'ashayatzar. I'm going to start by asking several questions. The first one, I believe, actually was presented last week, but I'm going to represent it because we're going to focus a little more on this from a different angle. And that is, why does this bracha begin by emphasizing the chachma, the wisdom, the incredible and brilliant divine intelligence that went into the creation of man. After all, again, there are so many various aspects of our entire universe that reflect the Chachma Sabore. And even within the animal kingdom, there are so many animals, big and small, that also reflect the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rofei Kobasar, that, as the Bracha concludes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu heals all flesh, but yet... The bracha emphasizes asher yatsar es ha'adam That is the first question. The second question I would like to pose is why is that we have this strange repetition of nekavim, nekavim, chalalim, chalalim? You recall last week when we reviewed the basic meaning of the bracha, we pointed out that our body has nekavim and chalalim. A nekev represents the different orifices throughout the body, whereas the chalalim are chambers, channels, internal organs, if you will. And so therefore we are acknowledging in the context of this bracha that we have nikavim and chalulim. But why do we say we have nikavim, nikavim, chalulim, chalulim? Why not simply say, Asher Sadam b'chachma, uvaravo, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu created within each and every one of us, nikavim and chalulim. Thirdly, we recite in the bracha, Goloi that means it is openly known, it is revealed before your kisei akavod, before your throne of glory. That if anything should go wrong with my body, that I could not stand before you. But what, why the emphasis on kisei hakavod? You know, when you think about the concept of kisei hakavod, this is an idea which is a very lofty concept. It appears, for example, in the, the Zechronos portion of our Rosh Hashanah davening, where we say that there is no forgetfulness before your kisei hakavod, before your throne of glory. And that would seem to be an appropriate time to invoke this concept of Kisei HaKavod. But when leaving the bathroom and reciting a blessing upon the gift of health, it seems like a little bit of a strange moment to say, Why are we invoking at this particular time? Why are we mentioning the concept of the Kisei HaKavod? And finally, we say, That you know that if anything would go wrong, if there would be a blockage, if there would be a rupture, I could not stand before you. We say, It would be impossible to, Hiskayim means to exist, means and to stand before you. And why is it necessary to add these last two words, 
Just simply say, It would be impossible to exist. Why? So these are the questions. Why the emphasis on the emphasis on the creation of man? Why do we say the kavim, the kavim, chalim, chalim, the double repetition? Why are we invoking the concept of the kisei akavod? And finally, why the emphasis on lehiskayim elamod? Just simply say it would be impossible for us to exist, and that's all that is necessary. And so to answer these questions, Rav Shimon Schwab, Zechon points out that it was very clear to both the Mechaber of Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah that these questions existed, because when they talk about the kavana, when they talk about the meaning of the Rachav Yatsar, they focus on on the first hand, the guf, a person's body, and simultaneously, one's neshama. The elaborate interpretation that I mentioned last week that we find in Simon Vav and Shulchan Aruch talks about the fact that when we recite the Brachav Yatsar, we are acknowledging that we have, of course, a very extraordinary, sophisticated physiological system, but contained within that is a neshama. And in fact, the analogy, the metaphor that Chazal provide is one in which we imagine the human body as being almost like a balloon, that if it was punctured, even with a tiny hole, the air escapes and the balloon completely collapses. Similarly, the fact that we have a neshama, a spiritual entity that stays within the guf, this is, as the Ramah tells us, this is the great Pela that we spoke about last week, maflilasos. So the human being is really a very unique and perhaps more importantly, sort of this incongruous entity. We have on the one hand a neshama, a spiritual entity which comes from tachas kisya kavod, a concept which human beings cannot even comprehend. When Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, "Hareini na is kavodecha, show me your glory," so Hashem tells him, "Lo yuani hadam v'chay," that no human being can see me and live. It's impossible. And even the malachim who stand before the kisya kavod, they don't fully comprehend Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They ask the same question, where is the place of your glory? But yet, we are taught that each and every one of us have a neshama which is a chelek elokamimal. There is a part of us that originates from HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. That which is completely incomprehensible, that which cannot possibly be understood, is on a certain level a part of each and every one of us. What a tremendous contrast. The mafli lasos, the wonder of creation, that Kadosh Baruch Hu takes something from the highest form of ruchnius and he attaches it, he fuses it to the lowest level of gashmius. This is, in fact, of course, truly wondrous. So Rav Schwab says that when we recite this bracha of Asher Yatsar, we emphasize Asher Yatsar as Adam b'chachma. It's true. We can see the chachma of the Bria within every aspect of creation. One does not have to look at a human being as being the only specimen by which we see the great Chachm of creation. But the reason we are talking about Yitzir Adam over here is because there's a unique focus in the Brach of the combination of two diametrically opposed entities, the body, the guf, and the neshama, the Tzelem Elohim. By Yitzir Hashem Elohim Adam, Afam in Adama. The God crafts, He fashions man, from Afram and Adama, and he breathes with inside of him a soul. That is the great Chachma of Adam. And so therefore we begin this bracha by saying, Asher Yatsar Esa Adam V'Chachma. Furthermore, this bracha refers to the complete human being, and in Kabbalistic terms, the human body is called Adam Haruchani, a spiritual man. 
because the human being, as Chazal tells us, contains Ramach Ivarim, 248 organs, Shasagi Dim, 364 sinews. So, in the physical sense, we have a certain collective of parts and organs, but the same number exists on a spiritual level. We have many expressions for our spiritual and emotional functions which utilize part of the body as metaphors. So, for example, Lev Shomeya, an understanding heart, Lev Nishbara, broken heart, Hamu Meyai, my intestines pain, meaning the feel- feeling of sympathy, Kloyos Yoatzos, the kidneys advise, meaning a certain intuition that we have. And so, therefore, this Brach of Asher means that man, and only man, was created with Nekavim, Nekavim, Chalulim, Chalulim, a unique parallel system of organs. For each physical nekev, there is a spiritual one. And for each physical cholol, there is a spiritual one. And so therefore, we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for having created us to function as a dual being, utilizing our physical and our spiritual aspects combined. And regarding both aspects, we say, Every one of these physical organs and its spiritual counterpart plays a vital role in our existence. And finally, the meaning of this seemingly extra word, is that if one's body does not work properly, so just as on a purely physiological level, he cannot exist, he cannot function, similarly, he cannot stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu in tefillah, or to learn Torah, or to perform certain mitzvos. So, it's an incredible idea over here. What we are emphasizing in the bracha of Asher is that our role in this world is not simply to exist on a purely physical level. It's not just about kiyum, but it's it would be possible for me to exist and to stand before you. The concept of amida, of course, is something which is unique to the human existence. By and large, animals do not stand upright. Human beings do. We stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, most notably, of course, when we when we stand in what we call the Amida, but the whole idea of being able to stand before the King, stand before our Adam. So that emphasizes our spiritual side. And so therefore this bracha really is an extraordinary opportunity for us to think about not only the great gift of our health and to appreciate that when things function the way that they should, we should not take this for granted. And the fact that we are able to, Baruch Hashem, eat food and to properly digest food and the nutrients become absorbed into our body and the waste is going to be excreted. And when we experience this periodically throughout the course of the day, we stop and we say, thank you, Hashem, for our health. The Baruch of Hashem is also a reminder that we are not here merely to live. Our existence in this world is not merely physical. There's something very unique about the tafkid of man in this world. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not merely create us with Nikavim and Chalalim, but there are Nikavim, Nikavim, Chalalim, Chalalim. There's this dual parallel system. And if anything goes wrong, not only but to stand before you, to serve you, God. And so therefore, Asher Yatsa, we always knew was an extraordinary opportunity for us to stop what we are doing and to reflect with great gratitude and appreciation upon the boundless compassion and kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But we see now that it is more than that. It's an opportunity for us to remind ourselves what is our mission in this world? What is our purpose in this world? As a human being who has created B'Tselem Elohim, we are not merely beings that ingest food and digest food and breathe and reproduce. That is an important part of our existence, but it is only one part of our existence. The other part is the chelek alokamimal, 
the piece of us that comes from Kisei HaKavod. And when we recite this Baruch HaVashiyatzar, what would seem on the surface to be a rather mundane, not a particularly sacred moment, we invoke this concept of the Kisei HaKavod, Galui V'yadua Lefnei Chisei that at my essence, my core, where do I come from? I come from Tachas Kisei HaKavod. And so therefore, the Baruch HaVashiyatzar is a tremendous gift. It is such an extraordinary gift for each and every one of us, if only... We would slow down when we say it. And I know it's Thursday, so we're not really talking about the how to daven, but just the think about the opportunity that we have. We could just slow down and say it as that campaign several years ago. Maybe we'll come back to this and talk about this another time. 30 seconds, 60 seconds. What an incredible opportunity it is for us to really focus on the very, very unique nature of man and realize and appreciate that we have to be grateful not only for our physical health, but remind ourselves that my mission in this life is to use my body, to use my physical health, as a way to glorify HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as a way to enhance and to supplement the great gift that I've been given, my holy neshama, which is a chilek, a lokamimah. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Mitchu Hashem, Mitchu Hashem Adeya.